1: Yes. And we're going to take an opportunity to uh, deviate slightly from our typical show where we have a call in. We have a lot of questions in the queue. We'll get back to that very quickly. But today, we thought it was very important to address from a DIY money perspective what is going on in this environment. A lot of our listeners are young, you are in the saving and accumulation phase. You may already be impacted by what's happening out there, maybe through a job loss, job decline. I don't know. Uh, This is a very, very difficult environment. Uh, But we want to talk about a few things in order for you to um, look at remaining active and remaining proactive in your approach to this environment. It does no one any good if you enter a fearful zombie-like state doing nothing in this environment. And so we want to talk about a few things, uh, things that we're looking at, things that we are doing in this environment that you can take advantage of uh, to further your DIY money path. But before we go down that road, I want to just share something with you that I feel is very important. We're growing this community. We have now thousands upon thousands of listeners. We really appreciate it. We have hundreds of folks in the, in the DIY tribe on Facebook. We have uh, a lot of folks following us on Instagram now. And so this has really become a great community. And I really look forward, uh, and I think I speak for Daniel, in that we really look forward to growing this community and to, to proceeding together in this uh, environment and any environment. But the first thing I want to share with you is that we all have to take a deep breath and we have to remember that this too shall pass. Now, I'm not saying that in the trite, uh, it's not a big deal sense that I see a lot of people talking about. That That is not my viewpoint. I am not Uh, An epidemiologist, I don't know enough about this virus. I don't know how it's going to impact the economy. I cannot, I cannot in good conscience really even discuss an opinion of where it's going, what it will do, et cetera. But I want you to all remember that in our country, we have been through great challenges over the years. We have been through periods, they have different names, but they they are comprised of the same uncertainty. Our audience is, is young, I understand that. Our audience uh, may or may not remember September 11th, where the country was thrust into unbelievable uncertainty. Within moments of the first plane, flying into tower one. And I can vividly remember watching the gas lines uh, out at the gas station, people filling up their cars, uh, filling up their, uh, their portable storage tanks, uh, going to the stores, raiding the food aisles. And, and I thought to myself, and, and we were glued to the television for, for days to come thinking to ourselves, Is this really happening? And what now will the world look like? And the uncertainty in the air was so great. The fear was so great. Uh, I'll never forget that. I can remember at the depths of the financial crisis in early 2009, where as an advisory firm as we were growing and managing money for folks we became concerned we started to become concerned about actual access to cash actual access to cash and capital and what would happen if ATMs were shut down and banks were closed the fear and the uncertainty was amazing we got through both of those environments we have learned We look back on those environments. We don't know how this one will transpire. No one does. But I can share with you that I am confident that in the United States and and the rest of the world, we will get through this. So remain positive. Keep your head. Be smart. And please remember, we will get through this. Now, in the midst of chaos, there is opportunity. And we want to talk about a few of those things because Daniel came into my office this morning and said, hey, this is a deal we're looking at through Ally Bank. Daniel, tell us what's going on at Ally Bank and how our DIY money folks can can capitalize on on some opportunities out there right now.
0: Yeah. So if you have an emergency savings, which you should, we've been talking about it for a while now on the show. Uh, or if you're looking to boost your emergency fund savings, uh, this is something potentially to look at. We don't, uh, we're don't, we not sponsored by Ally. We're not affiliated with them in, in any way, other than the fact that that is where uh, our family keeps our emergency savings. But I got an email from them this morning. Uh, I got an email because I'm an existing customer. But uh, I believe this deal is open and available. I didn't see any reason why others couldn't use it because it actually says in the terms and conditions, you may sign up for an account to get it. And that deal is uh, a 1% cash bonus, uh, on anything you transfer in minimum a thousand dollars, uh, by the end of this month. And so allies trying to, you know, raise some cash, get some cash in the bank because, uh, presumably they're doing a lot more lending with interest rates, uh, mortgage rates down and so forth. And so, you know, they're looking to, uh, to get some cash. They're going to pay you a little bit of boost on that. The way this works is you have to actually sign up for the deal. You you can't just sign up for an account and dump cash and you have to, uh, go on their site, sign up for this particular offer. Deposit money in by the end of this month. Keep it there through June. So that's that's three months. Uh, Keeping some savings there for three months. And they will pay you a bonus up to $250. 1% cash bonus up to $250. That means you could deposit up to $25,000 and get that 1% cash. That's 1% cash for three months. Uh, Do that math. Three months times four to get a 12-month rate. And that's about 4% extra that they're paying you to move that cash over. That's a pretty good deal, I would say.
1: Excellent. So I think, again, this is an opportunity if you have a emergency fund, if you are uh, at this juncture, you are looking to just capitalize on something, take a look at that offer. This is not a recommendation. As Daniel said, we're not affiliated with Ally Bank, but uh, it, is a, it is an offer that came through that I think is very interesting. And uh, obviously, there are uh, going to be companies out there that are uh, working hard to earn your business they're being um capitalistic in this environment and and if you know if we as consumers can take advantage of that great that's what they're doing and i think we should we should look into that i think the next thing uh which you'd have to be really living under um a rock not to uh know is out there uh is the mortgage rates uh what's going on in the mortgage industry right now daniel
0: well, one of the things we saw with this sort of evolving uh, sort of crash in the market, if you will, uh, is that interest rates went down uh, very significantly over the recent weeks. And when interest rates go down, mortgage rates tend to follow that. And so uh, we saw mortgages get incredibly, incredibly cheap. About uh, it was about a week, week and a half ago, we we saw rates in the three percent area for thirty years. And in fact, we saw something called an inversion. Uh, for about 24 hours or so, where it was actually cheaper to get a 30-year mortgage than it was to get a 15 15- and 10-year mortgage. And it, it was just the dynamics of the interest rate environment right now. It's it's a very uh, unusual thing, and very few people were probably actually able to lock that in. Uh, but if you did, congrats. Now, what we are seeing is because of these really, really historically low uh, mortgage rates, uh, we're seeing a a massive move towards refinancing. And so one of the things that uh, we've heard is that lenders are actually advertising rates higher than than market rates here. Uh, so when you go on your favorite bank's website, uh, whether that be Ally or something else, you may see an advertised rate uh, that seems higher than it was actually a couple months ago. And one of the reasons is, is they're getting such an influx uh, of applications and so forth. They've, act, they've actually tried to slow that down a little bit to a manageable pace. I would call them up. And, and see you know uh, what's the rate right now. Uh, if I were to apply right now, what's the rate I can get? And don't forget that you can uh, begin applying and not lock in a rate immediately. So I would talk to uh, whoever your mortgage person is. I would go online to something like bank rate and do some searching. But I would know that in this sort of you know time when interest rates are moving quickly that uh, you may actually have to try to talk to a real person. I know that's crazy uh, in this day and age of just kind of doing everything online, but you need, might need to talk to your local banker uh, or a mortgage agent or something like that to, to really uh, get some more information on what's going on and what that rate looks like and whether or not it benefits you to, to do a refinance here uh, to really bring down some of your monthly payment.
1: I will also say there's a, a temptation. I've been fielding a, a few uh, inquiries from folks who are saying, Quint, with the rates so low, isn't it a great time to be a home buyer? Are Advice on this, which is not ever individual advice, but I would say our blanket view is that buying a home is never predicated on the interest rate environment. I think that buying a home is predicated on you following the DIY money steps, having the appropriate uh, emergency fund, fast cash, debt reduction, uh, budget, et cetera, established, and ultimately a down payment such that, your overall housing expense uh, doesn't come in at at a you know any more than around thirty percent of your gross income, uh, so that you can afford a home. Now, many people have been uh, out priced out of the home market due to the incredible uh, rise in the um, in the housing prices. And the reality is is that I think a lot of people have never sort of. Figured on this type of event impacting the housing market, and how could you? No one knew what was coming. No one knew this was coming down the pike. And so the reality is, is that if we continue to see uh, this impact the economy, uh, you can you can bet that we're going to see housing prices come in. Uh, rates, however, should not. And again, this is a opinion, not factual, but based on. What the government is saying, the Federal Reserve is saying the debt levels in the in the world, um, just because the economy starts to falter and housing prices come in, that does not necessarily mean that you're going to be sort of whacked on the other side and all of a sudden staring at higher interest rates, thus making you also priced out of the market. That is not the case at all. The reality is is that in this environment, if we continue to see Uh, the economy be impacted by this virus such that it ripples through. We start to see housing prices on the decline. Uh, The reality is that the Federal Reserve, and I don't want to get too macro here on you, uh, but they don't really have a leg to stand on when it comes to raising interest rates. In fact, we might go to zero or even negative. That's another discussion for another day, probably a different podcast. But I just want to share with you that if you have been patiently waiting... I realize it's been hard. We've talked about it ad nauseum on this podcast, answered a lot of questions about it. But if you have been patiently waiting to be a home buyer, uh, my guess is that over the next year or so, you're going to start to see prices come in considerably to where you can then uh, position and and move into that home ownership experience at a much better price. The two, again, most uh, poignant things that I think we're, we're seeing here are uh, the, the banking uh, opportunities, whether it's Ally Bank, and I'm sure there'll be others that come out, uh, the mortgage rates, if you are already an existing mortgage and you're looking to do a refi, uh, those are pretty exceptional. And then obviously, <laughs> the stock market has come in considerably. Now, I want to stress something um, and I want to say that that we are not making an individual recommendation. We have absolutely no, no one knows where the market's going to go. Uh, tomorrow, next week, next month, no one knows that. But I will tell you uh, that from a valuation standpoint, the market is much more attractive than it was just a few weeks ago. Most of our listeners are in the wealth development phase of your life. You are in the contribution phase of your life where you are looking at 15, 20, maybe 30 years until retirement. You are the one group in America who actually benefit significantly from these lower stock market prices. And I would say that if it continues to go lower, you are still benefiting because every time you dollar cost average through your paycheck, you are buying at better prices. Now, inside your 401k, more than likely, and hopefully so, you are investing in some target date retirement fund or some index fund. which means it is a basket of stocks. You are diversified in an entire market or an individual sector. Why do I stress that? Because whilst many companies over time will not do well, they may not even be in business in a few years. The S&P 500 itself is not going out of business. Uh, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is not going out of business. There might be new companies put in, but it's not going out of business. So continue on that path. Please resist the urge to try and jump out of the market, to try and change that strategy. If anything, revisit your contribution strategy. And if you have the ability to increase that, if you have the ability to go and look and make sure your other DIY money steps are fulfilled, then you can go ahead and take advantage of this market and this market decline. Anything else to add, Daniel, in this environment?
0: Yeah, I would say that uh, you know, we, don't make personal, uh, we don't give personal advice on things like uh, buying a house or so forth. But I will say for us, our family, we did renew our lease this uh, week, in fact. So uh, we, our lease is coming up in May. And, uh, we had the option of, you know, starting to look for a house to buy now or go ahead and continuing on in a rental. And, uh, we chose to continue on in a rental in this market environment. Uh, that's what we did there. I would say this is also a good wake up call, uh, for your emergency savings. A lot of times when the market's going up, up and up, it's, uh, it's one of those things where you're like, well, why don't I just allocate my entire emergency fund into the market? And now you're getting kind of an answer of why not to do that. So uh, make sure you have that emergency savings because you never know what's around the band. And a lot of times it's not foreseeable.
1: All right, friends, we'll be back uh, next week with our traditional DIY money. We'll go back to the queue. If you're new to the show, the way this show operates, we take listener questions. They send them to us via smartphone. They get on their smartphone, they hit a voice memo, and they email it to podcast at DIYMoney.org. That's podcast at DIYMoney.org. If we use that question on the podcast, we send them a $25 E gift card from Amazon. Uh, Will, the intern, takes control of that. We really appreciate that. I'm Will, the intern. So we'll be back next week with that. Uh, And remember, friends, the secret to wealth is very simple. Live on less than you make invest the rest and do it for a very long time. Make it a great one.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card.